just like the ninja in Japan. We've spent many years honing our craft. You give us 10 minutes and we'll make you a marketing ninja. This is Ninja Marketing in 10 minutes, quick and to the point. We'll show you how to use the LinkedIn platform to generate business. We are the silent assassins flying into your LinkedIn profile. We do our work quickly and efficiently and then vanish. Become a LinkedIn black belt ninja. This is Ninja Marketing in 10 minutes. Hi there, everybody. Thought we'd do a bit of a change this week. Um, I've given Lisa the, the day off, so I'm with Katie, who's one of our account managers. Hiya. Hello. <laughs> Tell us a bit about you. So what is it that you do then, Katie? So I work for Ninjas on the client side of things, focusing on making sure everyone's program's running as well as it can for them and helping them come up with the strategies that we're going to carry out to, to get them some success. Yeah. Okay. Also, well, tell us a little bit then, because what we're, what we're going to do is pick your brains for some some top tips that we can share with people. So, I think one of the things we were talking about the other week was about targeting and about when you're looking at LinkedIn, isn't it? You can use your sales navigator to really drill down yeah. into those target searches. So, what would you say if you're going to give somebody some advice on how to really drill down and target searches? What are the key things that you find when you do in your searches that are the little nuggets of the things that you should be searching for? I think one of the key things with Sales Navigator is you've got a huge number of filters that you can use. Some of them are mm, a lot more yeah. useful than others. Um, so having a clear idea of, of who you're interested in when you start is great. Yeah. Um, you want to have a look at things like company headcount and seniority level to really start reducing the numbers quickly of who's there. Um. For instance, yeah. the seniority levels are quite interesting because they're not based on titles. It's done through algorithms by LinkedIn. Yep. So sometimes it's not that easy to measure exactly what someone is, but it gives you a ballpark, whereas the titles can get so specific, you can cut out a lot of really good candidates or yeah. potential clients. Okay. Um, so, so that's a good place to start. Yes, obviously. So what would be the difference then if I was so if I was looking for managing directors? I know when I've seen people before, they type it in as a keyword. So is, is that still the best way to do it if you're trying to find managing directors? You're probably better off going for the title with that sort of thing. Yeah. It depends exactly what you're looking for. If you're looking yeah. exclusively for managing directors, that's good. If you're working for people that work with managing directors, the keywords could be a better area to go for. Yeah. Okay. So what other sort of, because I remember when I lost source, there's about 20 different search parameters, isn't there? Yeah. I think it's near 30, but. Oh, was it? oh right. <laughs> I know it sort of overloaded me when I looked at it. So, so you say company headcount's a key one to look at. Mm -hmm. um, what was the other one? Titles. Titles, seniority levels, and then another key one is the industry tool. Okay. Um, there's over 100 industries that LinkedIn have got listed, so you yeah. can get surprisingly specific without having to do a lot of legwork. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. So, so that'll help you drill down. So what about, what about keywords then? What... I think people get a bit confused, don't they? What 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 does actually a keyword mean, and why why would you bother putting it in? And what are some of the mistakes that people use on keywords? So keywords are great because it picks up words from anywhere on someone's profile. It could be hidden away in a little cabin somewhere, and, and it'll pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the issue people sometimes face is they just write the words in. Um, the keywords on Sales Navigator actually work the same way as a Google search when you're going uh, really yeah. technical, and it's called a Boolean technique. Mm. Um, and there's just a couple of simple rules that if you follow them, you'll find mm. your searches are so much more accurate. Um, but it's one of those things I'd recommend having a little Google because there's some good articles out there that, that simplify yeah. quite a complicated thing. Yeah, so, As I remember learning it myself, that sometimes people who perhaps type in the word production manager or something mm -hmm. like that now if they do that isn't that going to bring any word production up and any word manager in how do you make sure that it brings up both yeah so if you type in production manager just straight up uh the search will look for profiles with both the word production and manager on but not necessarily together by yeah. putting speech marks around it um it then yeah. looks for it as a phrase which will make your search much more specific okay that's interesting so I know a lot of things like education. I'm still not quite sure why you'd even bother with what, what school you went to. I suppose it's relevant to some people, isn't it? Yeah, there could be times when you're trying to reach out to, to yeah. people and finding that common link, things like that, like location going very small with that. You can do a one-mile radius now. Yeah. Um, and things like schools and previous companies and stuff. Anything that gives you that common link will help you in the uh, sales process because you've yeah. got something to talk about and something to bond over. So, but we, we talked about a lot of this building up relationships, isn't it? But it's, as we, I think at least talked about, it's easier to build up a relationship, we said, with somebody. It's not necessarily just, I mean, interesting what you just said about common interest. It's not necessarily just about the person and the business, is it? No, you want to know the person behind the profile at the end of the day, and that's where you're going to get some real success. Yeah. So if they, so if they've got, I don't know, if, they, if they're interested in something that's, outside of the business I know they're interested in fly fishing or something like that if that was in as a, a keyword would that then come up within their interests potentially if they yeah. if they'd gone and listed it on their profile it could come up yeah. so it it's both a good and a bad thing in the fact that you've got to be a little bit careful with these searches to check that you're yeah. not just picking up people that have it as a hobby if you were going after fly fishing uh, right, I'm with you but like I say you'd, you'd still have that common interest to be able to talk about yeah yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. So is there any other, I'm trying to think of any other things that one would do in searches that, you know, might be ideal to, because we talked about seniority levels and that's just like an assumption, isn't it? You can't yeah. assume that if you click that word director, that they are a director, did you say? Most of them will, but there'll be some people, there's so many different titles for positions nowadays yeah. that yeah. it's it's very easy. <laughs> like yeah. some places might be head of digital, others might be the director of digital. Yeah um there's there's a lot of different options and especially mm. when you start looking at some of the startup companies where they get their their rock stars and and things uh, in right, that yeah. that you kind of using those seniority levels means you're not limiting your net to to just the starting point yeah oh, it's interesting isn't it because like you say you do, the more that you can drill down and, and once you've got your searches i mean you can save them mm -hmm. is there a limit to how many of these searches you can save yeah you can save up to 15 at a time um it's quite easy yeah. to to delete them as and when yeah. and, and LinkedIn will literally force you to delete them when you you reach that that yeah. max. But yeah. you won't need more than fifteen at once, really. No. But then, as we talked <clears throat> on some of the other uh, sessions about the the, the messaging, is it? Because I think we spoke on some of the earlier podcasts around the more that you write in the person's language of the challenges that you that they have, mm -hmm. and you're then targeting those very specific people the more, the higher the conversion rate is going to be, isn't it, for the yeah. responses that you're going to get. 
And I suppose we're talking about keywords as well. It's, I suppose, and it's understanding what your uniqueness is, isn't it? What what makes you really niche, so that then you can. I suppose, I'm thinking of that, you know, the client that deals with dysphagia. How about you, but I've learned so much. I didn't even, I'd never even heard of it until yeah. a few months ago. Only through through Matthew, but now dysphagia for real listening is um is about being able to swallow pills. Yeah, and struggling to swallow and and things like that. Which you know is 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 a is a, is a problem out there, but. Matthew, I know using very, very specific keywords around pharmacists and including words mm-hmm. like dysphagia, his, his success rate is going to be hugely increased, isn't it? Because he's very specifically targeting those people. Yeah. And am I right in thinking that if you save those searches within your sales navigator, they are like, is it called dynamic searches? If people move in and out of yeah, jobs yeah, no, and things like that. That's exactly right. And um, and as people change parameters they'll they'll move in and out the search so a key key simple one to look at is the um level of connection that you have so you've got the first second and thirds oh yeah yeah um so first connections are those that are connected to you as you may guess and um they're basically your friends the second you've got a common link in and those are the people you want to focus on building first because that common link does count for something uh, and then your thirds are the people that are slightly more out of your reach. But very quickly, when you start adding second connections, your thirds will begin to move over and become seconds themselves. Okay, so I think it was interesting when I was looking the other day at, uh, I think my firsts were 28,500. <laughs> and then yeah. when I looked at my seconds, it was 1.7 million. Yeah, it goes very quickly. Six degrees of separation is uh, is a very real thing. So, so if you want to target and find any of these, was it 700 and odd million people? Yep. The quicker you build your your network of the right target people, there's no point just clicking connect, connect, connect. Is that you build your target? No. Then you've you're potentially much closer to your next person. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. So that's been some great tips there on how to use the sales navigator to really drill down so that you get a higher response rate from your messages. So, thank you, Katie. Um, we'll look forward to speaking to you next time. Cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to Ninja Marketing in Ten Minutes. Specializing in marketing on LinkedIn. 10 minutes in and out. Experts in marketing using LinkedIn. We hope you enjoyed the show and we hope you got some useful and practical information. For more, follow on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Ian Nicklin. Till next time, we'll be hiding in the shadows.